<laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's see what goes down. That's, that's it, man. That's it. That's it. What have you been up to today, bros? I just uh, just busted out a couple of sessions. Um, nice. nice. Saw a couple of clients. Um, yeah, woke up, did my morning rehab. I was listening to the podcast with Andrew Huberman. That was pretty interesting. Okay. And, uh, do you know? Have you heard of him, Andrew Huberman? No, he's, no, no. Uh, what's his What's his game? He's he's one of my favorite people right now. He's uh, he's a neuroscientist and um, just so articulate and like just really makes it really easy and really succinct. Yeah, it puts everything so succinctly to be able to understand what's happening in the brain in terms of uh, all the neurochemistry, especially talking about dopamine, norepinephrine, or epinephrine, and serotonin, oxytocin, all those different things. So essentially. Right. Some of the stuff we talked about last time with goal setting, this also goes into presence and uh, what else? This is good because then it just forces me to remember. So more recall I have, more I understand it. Sure, um, for sure. The, uh, yeah, so when it comes to serotonin stuff, which is like presence, like in the moment, appreciate what you have. Um, mm. And then, yeah, and then the kind of, uh, yeah, so it's just, it's just super interesting where he's talking about it in terms of also what's going on right now with uh, the pandemic stuff. And uh, in terms That's cool, of, man. yeah, it's a super interesting, mm. interesting guy. And then, yeah, did that while busting out my rehab routine and then smashed out, uh, went for a run as well. Whoop was like, you're 90% recovery. I like it. I, like it. I was like, I'm going to go smash that fucking run then. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah. Love it. Love it. That's, That's the one, That's the one. Yeah. Sounds productive, bro. Yeah, yeah, so far so good. I feel pretty good about it. So, what about you, man? How's uh, how's the day worked out? Yeah, day's been good, man. Day's been good. Woke up. Uh, I had first clients early, so uh, three on the bounce, and mm. then I had a little bit of work to do for myself. A few clients to catch up on, um, a few clients to chase up on. Um, I found that in in this uh, since this has all happened, I messaged a few of my old clients, ones that I'm not even working with like right now. Maybe mm. from London or maybe from like UP times or pre-UP times when I was still back in Leicester. Yeah. And uh, just kind of saying, like, what are you doing right now? How things going? And um, I've, I've got, I've had a really good reception from that. And people just saying, look, I, I feel like I know what I'm doing, but I would like some advice on, on this, that and the other. And before you know it, we're, uh, we're working together again. And um, it's cool, man. It's cool because it just gives you, you, you know what I'm talking about here, where it gives you a chance to touch base with people that you used to work with in a specific way. And mm-hmm. um, back then, you didn't know, like, same as now. Like, well, I don't know what I don't know. You know what yeah, I mean? Like, yeah. and, and uh, but now I can see what I didn't know then and what I kind of, how, how, how I used to work with those people. And they're, they're in, in some ways still following that stuff religiously. And, you know, you feel really kind of grateful that people think that highly of you to, to follow that stuff and to keep going with it. And like, some of the people, it's been like three, four years. Where they've been doing similar workouts, similar stuff. Happy, happy with it. Moving forward with it, getting stronger with it. So in no, in no way, in a bad place. But now you just say, okay, cool. Like I feel like I've expanded my toolbox a little bit. Um, uh, had the chance to work with cool people in that meantime. So let, let let's expand this a little bit. Oh, have, let, let's think about this and stuff. And you know, before they before they know it, they're like, oh wow, this is this is totally new stuff. It still applies to um, deadlifts and lunges and squats and all that kind of stuff. And before, but. It's fun. It's different. It's so. It's uh, now we yeah. use now we learn to use our body in different ways. 
Yeah, cool. Yeah. Yeah, there's yeah, this, this fun. That's like uh, they're your checkpoint as well, in a way. It's like you've gone back, taken stock by looking at what they're doing. You're like, oh, shit, man, I've come a long way since then. We got some new stuff. That's it, man. That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's fun to – I've got this one girl, Ash, who actually – I said this podcast too the, the, the first time. I think I, I told you that she, she really enjoyed it. And yeah. um, we've started working, working together recently again. And we've been intermittently talking like when I went away to UP and when I came back and stuff. And um, she smashed it, man. She's like, yeah. I'm going I'm to get this wrong now, but she's like 50-something kilos, and she deadlifts over 100 kilos for reps. Right? Bam! For reps, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, were you always this strong? Like, yeah. <laughs> she, yeah, do you know what? That's, I've got to shout her out, right? That's the first shout-out for this podcast. Ash. Mm. Ash, the legend, right? She knows who she is. Oh, and yeah. Uh, yeah, just just training consistency. Training consistency, um, not letting shit get in the way, showing up when rain or shine or whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah. She's, uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Dench is the word. Oh, yeah, man, she's man. just, uh, she's done really, really well. So yeah, like you, like you said, um, it, it, it kind of gives us a chance to go back and say, okay, right, this is our, Point of reference and say okay i was here but now let's let's incorporate this that and the other and she's she's obviously having to transition from from working with barbells and, and uh machines in the gym to working at home where she's got a foam roller she went out to, to aldi and got a snagged a kettlebell so nice. uh she's uh, yeah expanding the horizons at home man so i think she should moving forward as are a lot of other people so um yeah man and you, you got varying varying degrees where i've got like a guy who's Oh, fuck it i'm gonna order a trap bar i'm gonna order a squat rack i'm gonna order all these things for home and you think okay cool like and he's considering like not going back to the gym any after this he's like i want to train at home from now on and uh, i'm happy doing it whereas you've got you've got ash who I, I know as soon as the gym opens she'll be the first one there so uh yeah man it's it's uh it's a cool time it's an interesting time to to upskill and um mm-hmm. touch base with people that you used to work with before yeah, yeah. How, how, are you, how are you finding this uh, like what was the guy's name andrew huberman huberman yeah Huberman, yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, I want to yeah. check him out. Check him out. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'll, send you, uh, I'll send you his Insta profile afterwards because he does. Uh, he's been really great on Insta. He's like really generous with his like information and time. So he creates a lot of IGTV videos around so, a certain circuitry, like neural circuitry, and how it affects our decision making, how it affects our stress levels. Um, uh, what else? Uh, the goal setting. Um, like how the neuro the, the neurocircuitry of like gratitude and stuff, some of the stuff we talked about last time. Mm-hmm. And um yeah, so he's yeah, he's a super interesting guy. So it's really helpful as well because especially if it like uh for someone like uh for someone like me where uh, you know you might hear people talking about you know for the longest time as well, especially with what we do, we we help people set goals and achieve them, right? And then uh but there was also there was also a part of me of like what about just just doing stuff you know it's like you know you just got to do things um because you enjoy it kind of thing instead of having a goal around everything mm. but um <clears throat> i mean yeah there's that's i guess there's one side of things where you know you just do it because for the sake of doing something but then when it comes to actually excelling at something uh it, it was never it was yeah it was just never like everybody always talked about setting a goal and do this and do that but it was never like too clear to me why it was so important um 
so the stuff that he talks about just just makes it so clear it's like this is exactly why we do it and uh, this is yeah. why we wired that way to do that and uh, so that's something that helps me a lot in terms of understanding why it's important to have a goal around something for example so that you can uh, so you just uh, because the way that it's um, uh, the, the neurocircuitry involved and how that influences uh, what we yeah what we do as human beings so mm. that is um, that's yeah that's kind of like it's really helpful for me to understand like uh, where he's coming out from is so I guess what I'm saying is is some people would just be like I know like set a goal and make it happen kind of thing for me it was really important to understand what's going on behind the mm. goal setting and mm -hmm. uh, therefore it's made me a lot more likely to follow through with yeah, uh, yeah. Goal and doing it and then also understanding why if I'm not achieving a goal or if I'm not enjoying the process that is mm. also understand that as well so instead yeah. of like just quitting because it's like this is too hard there's mm. a reason why that happens so one of the things uh, he talked about was um uh if you're uh, because it's like it's, so it's neurocircuitry in the sense that it's not just one thing that's going on; it's a cascade of things. So, when you're focused on uh, pursuing a goal, there's the uh, one of the neurotransmitters, the epinephrine, gets released, and that helps you to make the action, to do the action, and do the thing that you need to do. But if it's just epinephrine, epinephrine, epinephrine going on, then you get to a point where you just kind of hit a wall where you're like, I'm not kind of, you're not thinking about the reward you're getting out of the process. And the goal seems like it's so far away. So you don't, um, so then you just give up. So if you don't have enough dopamine that kicks in with mm. the epinephrine, then all you're doing is setting yourself up for failure in a way. You're not, um, you're not going to achieve because you're, you're not thinking about how, uh, the little like the celebrations and stuff again stuff we talked about last time where you just got to celebrate on your way to the goal gotcha, so, he gotcha. was, <clears throat> so he was like so clear where it's like you need that epinephrine release to help you focus on what you need to achieve but if you don't get the dopamine release then just doing that makes you feel burnt out and you just makes you feel like you're not getting anywhere so then for me it was just like oh yeah i've known when i'm going for something and mm. it you, you just kind of there's like maybe a haze around it as well because there's the focus isn't quite clear as well mm. and and then pulling myself uh, and then so then it was also like okay that makes sense as to why i might have given up on things in the past because i wasn't doing the bit which required the dopamine yeah, 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 yeah. along the way and which was seeing the bigger picture not just like um uh, not just being not treating the process as an arduous thing like appreciating mm. the process and yeah. um and so that's where he talks about um, like david goggins for example is somebody who's just made the process the thing that is that is the thing you know so it's like you just do the hard thing and then the outcome happens anyway so he's like that's he's one and the other the other end of the extreme so yeah the way he breaks all that stuff down is really super helpful for me that's really like, because yeah then it makes me think about uh then it makes me realize that okay no um if something gets hard start to appreciate the process even more mm. and then that keeps me on track yeah yeah, yeah. And that's yeah, useful like for that. me to know yeah and then it's useful for me to know for uh clients as well 
because then sure. it's like it's, everybody hits a roadblock and it's just um then you just got to see the bigger picture again which is why you're doing it celebrate the little wins because you probably forgot to celebrate the little wins along the way yeah. and then and then um and then kick on again. yeah i love it man i love it that's so big i mean um i can liken it straight away to so i told you i started this prescript level one um yeah. course with jordan shallow and yeah. one thing that i wasn't expecting him to touch on like you hear the guy talking and similarly to what you described with with this guy is a super articulate super articulate you ask him to to break down the anatomy of, of head to toe i think the guy could just read it off atlas of anatomy you could just you could just off top off the dome you know what i mean yeah. he's, he's super clever nice. and um he but one of the things he touched on was how if um if, if you're using specific language with clients it's either gonna be received in a good way be received in a, in a bad way or in an indifferent way and it's, it's it's much about being a people person as it is about being a great trainer yeah, and sure. i didn't expect him to come up with those guys kind of you you don't really think that i'm going to go to jordan shallow like powerlifter muscle doc guy to get um how to converse with people you know what i mean but then that was that was like a little a little plus point from the from the first lecture anyway and I can tell that's going to be a big part of this because the way he put it, he put it really well. Um, he said that no one cares what you know until they know that you care. Yep. Uh, that was a great phrase. I know I have not heard that before. And I just kind of, it, it definitely made me think about the PTs that I've worked with in the past where they've got a, a bank of knowledge, which is just deep, super deep, right? But they might not have that people side of their game in check. Mm-hmm. And um, it's, it's, it's definitely evident. You know what I mean? It's definitely evident. I think what you're doing there is you're uncovering the people side of things right down to the root, right down to the yeah. core. You know I mean? and, and, and I think once you can, once you can really do that. And like you said, set up the process in a way where, okay, I'm going to get you excited about the process. I'm going to talk to you about all the little elements, but then at week two, we're going to have a check-in and we're going to discuss how you're feeling right now. And I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to make you aware of everything that you've subconsciously achieved. Yeah. I think just by doing that, it's like reframing the whole process. And um, again, I've got to liken this back to another one of my clients, um, Johnny. Um, and uh, Johnny met me in a really weird way, but we've started working together now. We were supposed to go work together at UP, but it didn't work out. Anyway, he, he works as a speech therapist and uh, he's got a place called the Speaker's Gym in London. And uh, one thing that he kind of, whenever whenever we have a session, he always ends up, imparting knowledge toward me and, and likewise back, back to him in terms of in terms of his training and he, he came up with this graph and he said like the x y axis and the x axis and he was he just drew a straight linear line going up and he said that once you've started something you your perception of of where the end goal is is always the the thing that you keep in your mind right so you're always wanting to get there you're always wanting to compete at the olympics or you're wanting to get that ufc title or you know what i mean that that's the end goal that's always in your mind but you kind of lose sight of where you're actually at right now. And then mm-hmm. as you're on that journey, you can have a slight setback or you can have a day where, like you're talking about these, these transmitters, they're not quite firing. You didn't quite sleep too well. Maybe you had a knockback in training or, or, or you had an argument with a loved one or something. And all of a sudden what happens is even though you're on that trajectory, you're kind of midway or even you're a third of the way through, you start associating with yourself back from day one. And you start mm-hmm. because the neural circuitry has been in place for however many years, um, you're not in any way this guy yet, but you're looking at this guy. And you're, all you're seeing is how far you have yet to go. But yeah. the, the the actual the actual um, 
the hardware inside your the software inside your brain is 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 so much more associated with being the guy you were at the very start or the guy or the girl you were at the very start so you start associating with that and before you know it you're not ever like you're talking about thinking about the small wins you're you're all of a sudden oh it's a failure oh i fucked up like this is what i always do and then you're just back to square one again really because you've now it's been three weeks and you've not seen the inside of a gym you're not seeing any kind of routine and you just fall off the wagon you know what i mean but uh, i think it's super important like putting all those things together in terms of what you're talking about with your guy and um and actually knowing and, and valuing that enough to apply it to the client and then see that okay right let's frame this really really well for you and even for ourselves, we don't like, like with training. If we don't go first, we can't. We're in no position to help anybody else. So I think what you're yeah. doing is uh, is proper valuable, man. Proper valuable, yeah. yeah. Like uh, you, you said, super on point, super important it's stuff. I've been thinking about uh, quite a bit recently as well, because um, that's yeah, that's like that, that's a good simplified way of putting it as well. X axis, Y axis. You know, here's here's the thing. Here's the place you're trying to get to being aware of where you are, but then also it's kind of being aware of the triggers that take you back to where you don't want to be. Mm. And, um, and it's the, for me, it's the idea that your, your identity is always shifting. So that's the kind of thing I've been thinking about. So everybody talks about, you know, you are who you are, like, and that's it, that can't be changed. And, um, and yeah, so I've just been thinking about like, okay, well, with the fact that so again huberman has been great at exposing me to the idea of um, neuroplasticity or actually building on it so it's like something i'd heard of and then he just really built on it and uh, so with neuroplasticity is just basically our brain's ability to change over time uh, our to physically change as well based on the experiences that we have so the idea that you know the older you get you can't you, know, you can't change anything about you um there's it's it's a lie basically you can you can continuously change whatever you want about yourself so uh, but it just takes a hell of a lot more effort so when you're a kid it's just like you're soaking up the world you know you 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 can passively just take in information and it's like it's like how like uh, kids start to like maybe the parents are super careful about what they say around the kids and then one time they said shit and then day, two days, three days later, the kids start going shit everywhere. Like, hey, where did you get that from? It's like they're not even paying attention, but they're picking up. You know, it's just like they start saying it. And for, so, but for adults, it has to happen in a certain way where it's quite. It's like you have to pay a lot of attention, a lot of focus, and then you can change. You can rewire your brain. And um, so, because of these techniques, in terms of um, again this neurocircuitry, you you can change what you identify with. You can change what you, who you think you are, I guess. So you're say like right now, I am this person in this moment, but I've, but I want to, I want to, I want to say, say maybe I'm working on being more conscientious. So maybe I want to, um, want to develop the skill to, to me, it seems like a skill, the, the ability to work hard. So, because it's, there's no doubt about it. The harder you work or uh, if you work hard at something, then you're a hell of a lot more likely to achieve it than if you don't, if you don't work. Right. So to be at the place that you want to be. So for me, like uh, working hard is, uh, is a skill that you can develop as well. So it's like, um, 
I may be somebody who doesn't work as hard as I could do right now, but I can also, I can develop into being somebody who does work hard. So then one of my traits can be, I'm a hard worker, even if it isn't, mm. right now. you know what I mean? Mm. So it's like, you apply that to, you can be that anything. So if some, if you're somebody who's naturally pessimistic, but it's getting you nowhere in life and you want to be more optimistic because you want to see the opportunities in life, then you can start to say to yourself, I'm going to be more uh, optimistic. And how do you do that? And like that movie, Yes Man, for example, is a really good, uh, really yeah. good example of uh, extreme example of that. Like Jim Carrey just says yes to everything and then look at where, you know, look at the outcomes of that kind of thing. <laughs> you can just change, um, change who you, change who you are based on, um, Basically, where you want to get to, just identifying with the things that turn you into that person, and um, but yeah, like you said, you have those setbacks, you have those knockbacks, or um, you know, three weeks and you're just falling off the wagon because you start to identify with where you come from because that's who you've been for so long, and it's easy because it's just it's just like it's a habit to be that person, so you have to be quite conscious of it until you again you 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 create a new baseline like we talked about last mm. time new baseline then that's what you fall back on then you practice some more you create another baseline that's what you fall back on so i feel like identity is is uh, is something like that as well whereas which which is continuously shifting it doesn't have to be the same thing uh, you don't have to be that same person uh, all the time you can transform yourself into whoever the fuck you want to be basically or whatever you want to be so, sure, that, so that's yeah, like yeah. stuff that you mentioned there I feel, um, yeah, just made me think about that because that's it's interesting. It's like something I've been thinking about a bit recently. It's like, you know, mm. musing about it, whether it's true or not, but it's like, it feels like it's true because based on things, I'm, sure, hearing, th th things I'm hearing now as well, in terms, of, especially with like the neuroscience coming out around it. And then um, just based on experiences. Too right, man. Too right. And I, I think we can, we can say this about ourselves that when we've, when we've got somebody in, in a qualified position who's done the research who's mm. who's got the reps in in their chosen field yeah we're very inclined to listen and luckily enough we've we've had that through our lives like whether, whether it be like well we mentioned our parents last time they've got the reps in being just hardy yeah. and getting shit done and yeah. then we've, we've we've run into sylvia we've run into um this guy you're on you're on about on your instagram you know mm. there's there's all these people that have qualified in specific ways and then i think it's 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 a trait that you need but it's also something that i feel you get from people around you like i think we need people around us to tell us what time it is sometimes yeah. and, and when when we're when we're not as aware as we should be but for whatever reason i think it's invaluable for people around you just to get a hold of you and just shake you or smack you in the face and be like listen yeah you're not you're not really doing what you could fully be doing with your life yeah and um i, I think that kind of goes back to why we're like um what, 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 what do i call it like um community driven not community driven the word i'm looking for is like like not pack animals but what, what are we we're like we're tribe. very very uh, yeah tribe yeah that's the one yeah yeah tribal yeah yeah i mean I, th I think that's why we are the way we are because we just we need people around us and all these all the things all the concepts you're mentioning right now are just coming from obviously other people doing their research and us being aware enough to to listen and to be like recognize the fact oh shit i do that sometimes like that's a part of me like maybe, maybe sometimes i'm a bit mopey when i shouldn't be mopey or maybe I'm, I'm a bit like um i'm just not as present as i should be or, or you know what i mean like when, when somebody frames it in a specific way and then if you're really honest with yourself you can kind of see yourself in that same light and think i don't want to be that way you know what i mean like that this this is this is uh back back to your like 
mortality in a way like i don't want to if, if if today's my last day i don't want to die being like a loser you know what i mean like and what, what, do, what, what do i define that as and yeah. if, and if, yeah. if i'm if i if i have the opportunity in front of me right now to change that then i don't know i could totally change my life you know what I, mean? I could totally yeah. change my life and i think that that belief coupled with knowing yourself and then knowing that there is something more out there mm. then mm. then you're you're always uh you're always inclined to go for more and then i think coupling that with people around you to tell you or to show you that you know what there is more in whatever field there is mm. there is more whether it be you've stepped on stage as a comedian you know what i mean that's like that's that's, that's totally out there but at the same time dude like it, it opens the door in so yeah. many crazy yeah. ways for anybody everybody else to be like what are you scared of go and do it what you what yeah, do you yeah. what, what what do you think that you could possibly do one day go and do it you know what i mean like just just to do it to get the rep in first and then mm-hmm. it's like what you're talking about with with us having our basis in reality in, in this realm, well, now all of a sudden we've got one toe in that pond too. And we can we can now think about jumping in that, in that water is the same way we're living in this one right now. We could live in that world too. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's just, I think it's all about just opening opening ourselves up to that um, that possibility at the end of the day. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, yeah. yeah. the big point is you have to be open or you have to at least open yourself up. So if because it's it requires an element of vulnerability as well. It, mm. well. it is it is vulnerability, and it's like that's such a hard thing for anybody to do, where you just kind of open yourself up. Because the de- very definition of being open is that something can you can let something in which isn't great for you as well, and um, and so you don't necessarily have to you, know, you if and if you're doing that because it's a new space a new arena for you you can obviously feel overwhelmed and too challenged by it, and then it can make you close down again. But it's like you say, having the right people around you to kind of keep pulling you through that. Mm. And that's what's important. Is like that's what's important for our role in as as coaches for people. But then yeah, yeah, yeah. I always say, even coaches need coaches. Is like uh, like everybody, everybody needs somebody. Everybody needs a mentor. Everybody needs somebody they can learn some, something from. Everybody needs somebody they can uh, rely on for a different perspective, which you haven't considered before, because you have to get out, be able to get outside your own space and get outside your own head. And um, yeah, because otherwise, uh, yeah, it gets too insular and you just, uh, it's difficult to make good decisions if sure, you have man. people around you to to help you out with that. And then uh, ultimately, yeah, there's people <laughs> with shit that we don't know. Yeah, man, yeah, I totally agree. Totally agree. And let me ask you this question, man. So I've, mm. hypothetically, I've got a client right now who I feel needs to <clears throat> show a bit more enthusiasm and show a little bit more i don't want to use the word appreciation because i don't think i don't feel, i feel that's a bit pompous on my side but mm-hmm. if if they're going through a, a strong change and you can see them from when they where they were to where they are now how would you bring them from because laying everything on the table, lost a load of weight, like talking about 15 kilos, wow. looks like wow. a different person, um, performs like a different person, moves like a different person, and has had these the elements kind of framed to them, maybe not as extensively as I could have had, but has, ha- has awareness that, you know, we're not, we're not at step one, you know what I mean? Um, however, the psyche and the kind of just, just the mood in general is usually quite low. It's usually quite low. It's never really kind of boisterous and kind of maybe I'm I'm making them be something that they're not. But you kind of 
in my mind, hope that somebody would advance in that sense as well. Maybe kind of seem a bit happier about their new life or kind of see that, you know, what goals have been achieved here and we're moving forward. And maybe I should show a bit more enthusiasm about this. Do you know what I mean? Like that, that's, that's the, that's the, the uh, situation I kind of find myself in with this particular client. Right. How would you maybe, maybe deal with that? Is that something that you feel I should check and be like, oh, it's not really something that we should try and think about changing? Or do you think that that's something? You, you get what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Is it hindering that person from achieving more? I think so. I think so in, in the sense that if they – you know how – so if, if I was going to teach you an exercise, if I was going to teach you a movement – there's a certain level of internal focus you've got, to, you've got to keep. And with that internal focus comes a bit of like um, tension with the body. You're holding yourself in a specific way. You're keeping yourself taut. You're not letting yourself kind of wobble and fall over the, all over the place or mm. kind of be taken by the exercise. You're more kind of standing your ground. I feel like that that would be the progression if they kind of recognize that I'm here now. I need to knuckle up and, and get get with the program. Like I've I've done what I've done. However, I need to kind of almost leave that to the side a little bit and 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 get with the here and now. And I think the the kind of the the lack of luster is is kind of keeping them where they are as opposed to where they could be. You know what I mean? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Is it something where they've expressed an interest in going further as well? So they're not just happy with maintaining where they're at. They wanna they wanna push on. Mm. I think so. I think so. And I think, I think given, given the field of work that they're in, it's, it's quite image driven and it's quite, uh, it is, is about moving forward, you know, moving forward and kind of being, being, uh, a bit more, um, striving for the next best thing, if you know what I mean. Mm. So like, like in, in that kind of space, if, if, if you're, if you're yesterday's news, then you're not really going to be, relevant today you know i mean as it were but right. i think i think yeah th they have expressed that but maybe not as much as maybe other clients so yeah that's, that's a good point that's a good point why, why would you what, what would you say to that if, if they hadn't expressed that yeah so i think it's checking in with um so yeah there's several there's several things is uh one of the things is checking in with um where they're at and mm. if there's if there's still somewhere that they want to go further so and so yeah so let's think about uh i guess let's one of the things could be let's think about their goal so it's like mm. if you talked about how much they've achieved and it sounds like you know that's massive like uh, it's, it's probably quite big for that person as well so then the next thing is is uh, do they have is it like the 80 20 rule they're pretty much 80 percent of the way they don't really care about that last 20 percent and um, because it's just going to take way too much effort so it's kind of checking in with them to find out, are you happy with where you are? If not, where do you still see yourself being? And um, then if it's, if it's, if it feels like um, that lack of enthusiasm and appreciation for where they're at right now is limiting their progression further forward and based on what they say about moving further forward, if they do want to do that, then one of the ways we can potentially get them to um, uh, 
get that appreciation and sense of enthusiasm like assuming that that is not just their predisposition as well so if mm -hmm. their predisposition is to be somebody who's a bit more negative and it's like okay well, it's going to be hard to get somebody to be overly enthusiastic about things uh, especially if it's not stopping them from achieving their goal um and being where they want to be but um but one thing i think that could be useful is essentially getting them to list literally list out all the all the things that they're uh, that they've achieved in this journey mm -hmm. no matter how small so yeah. it could even be something like as small as i stopped eating uh, snacks after 8 p.m instead of eating until right before i go to bed you know it could be uh, which in the grand scheme of things that's massive but in the moment it might seem like it's a really small thing right but if you keep doing that on a regular basis then instead of you losing two pounds a month you're going to lose five pounds a month kind of thing so um getting them to highlight everything that they uh that they've achieved in this in this period so that's i think with that. yeah so i think that's a very useful exercise because it brings back the mind to uh everything that's gone right and everything that is um that is possible and how um and then yeah then they can and then it's it's an active way of doing it. You've got to bring it to the consciousness so that you can so that they can really appreciate it. So I think that's mm -hmm. one way of approaching it. And you could even set them a goal. It's like I want you to say, I want you to do twenty. I want you to list twenty things that you're grateful for or that you've achieved over this uh, over this period. And then that can help improve their appreciation. And then that can because they've done that, that mm -hmm. can spur them on to the next thing. So it's literally if they if it's quite easy for them to get to twenty, then say okay. Then, I want you to write 50 things, like literally list it out one line, each piece of, on each piece of paper, just list out all the things that have gone really well for you. And again, mm. very, very small to all the, all the major stuff. And it doesn't even have to be necessarily with the work she's done with you or she or he has done with you. It can be related to uh, the knock on, like everything else that's gone well as well in that whole thing. Okay. Cause I think, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah, cause that's useful because then that's, um, if there's no appreciation, there's no enthusiasm, it probably means there's no appreciation for the here and now. And then going back to <coughs> stuff that Huben was saying, which is that, you know, that serotonin boost where you're um where you're 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 appreciative of what you have right now. So it's not just about the goal that you're achieving, but it's also that high performers, um, the people who are consistent high performers are the ones who have that um pursuit of a goal but at the same time are very present with where they're at as well so they appreciate with uh, appreciate everything that they're going through mm. and so it sounds like she's missing that piece uh that person's missing that piece. <coughs> let's try and incorporate that by getting them to sit with it uh, um and just make that list of things and then uh, and then push on from there and um what else could there be <coughs> like, um yeah yeah, it'll be that line. I like of that. Just, 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 just the, that that point itself. Mm. Taking stock and um, mm. again, liking it, actually going back to where you were at the very start and uh, and seeing the journey you've been on. Um, yeah. I think I think that you asked the question about like, is it hindering them from where they could be going? And um, you know when you know when I mean, you you've done this as well. You you've worked with many people from that start point all the way through, maybe even a couple of years worth of a journey and you see 
where people can naturally go and you've done it yourself and you, again we've referenced this at the start of the podcast where like oh my knowledge was here but now my knowledge is here and i've kind of i've had to change how i think i've had to change how i how i behave through the day how to change my routine and um it's made me a new person you know what i mean um and then you see somebody and you think okay right well, you're doing really really well here however if if this thing was to change i feel like it's going to open up a lot more for you and you can it's not right to judge but you know you can inherently get a vibe from someone you think okay maybe maybe some things about the way you're going about your life could be easier if if maybe you were to address these few things and uh, this is interesting because uh, it's kind of segueing off into um a chat i had with a girl i used to work with at up uh, emily anger and um she's she's starting up her own coaching service and it's very much a uh, a lifestyle coaching service where mm-hmm. training is an element of it and uh, um, psychology is very big and very much an element of it. And I, I think this is where this conversation is kind of going, where yeah. I uh, have that chat about someone's psychology and say, okay, look, it just seems that your demeanor itself needs addressing as opposed to your RDL. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. we can we can look at that posture. We can look at your foreman and say, but it, it's all encompassed, you know what I mean? So it's one thing, like like how you do anything is how you do everything. Yeah. And, uh, and 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 but I don't feel like I want to overstep my remit as a PT, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But at the same time, the reps I've had being a PT have also been reps with a person, you know what I mean? Yeah. And yeah. That, that way you, you see that <clears throat> if, there, if there is something about them that is holding them back, you want to tell them, but you almost want to be like, look, I don't want to break you down as a human but it's about you same way that like those 15 kilos had to go this has got to go too like this this it's in my opinion it, it might need to just be addressed you know what i mean yeah. and, and that's that's uh that's that's somewhere I, I definitely want to take my my service as a pt i definitely want to be able to to relay that yeah yeah relay that information where i haven't haven't gone there in the past and i think yeah. it's only it's only gonna come from a place of of, of wanting to move people forward yeah, but then yeah, I think it's it's a case of upskilling there. And uh, a note I wrote to myself the other day was, "Who are the best people in the world?" And this is just a question that I wrote to myself to, to research mm-hmm. at a later time. Who are the best people in the world at dealing with people, and yeah. like just just having uh, forming a base of of like a rapport, and then upon that rapport building to to help somebody move from point A to point B with just verbal communication you know what i mean and uh i think that's that's definitely something that i've got to expand into yeah 100 man yeah. that's um that's definitely the missing piece uh, for sure in most cases like understanding some level of behavioral psychology is massive yeah. because it's um because last time we said something about all or nothing right it's um all or nothing rarely works because you're not changing fundamentally um what uh your your behavior your set of behaviors that you have because it's like uh you just do something it's like going 100% all in and then it, it's not uh it's not changing the underlying set of behaviors that you have which yeah. actually dictate your life right uh, because that's not because it's not a conscious effort it's like if if i just do the only thing I do is just what you tell me to do. Mm. It's like, I don't know why I'm doing it, but my PT told me I do feel great. 
but um, you know, they're only telling me, uh, so I'm only doing it because they told me to do it rather than um, if you have the wherewithal to actually consciously do it. To, yeah. To, to be like, okay, this is working for me. Why is it working for me? Mm-hmm. And it's because I've done this, this, and this. And as coaches, we have to make that obvious to people, um, to our clients, <laughs> but also that individual has to take responsibility for it as well, because it's not just because you're giving them a transformation, but it's not just for now. It's supposed to be for the rest of their life, because at the end of the day, they come into you with a problem that you can so- help them solve it. And you're not trying to help them solve it for a, for a minute. You're trying to help mm-hmm. them solve it for the rest of their life. So there has to be an element of um, um, understanding uh, the the like basic behavioral psychology to be able to help push people forward. And, um, and yeah, there is like, it can feel like you're overstepping your mark. Mm. um, You're not really, because at the end of the day, it's part of what we do, because if we, we have to be able to be that mirror, we have to be able to show us, uh, show people where they're at right now, but what they could also achieve. And if they're not going Mm. to go, then we've got to ask the hard questions as well. So if clients aren't used to that, then it might be a bit of a weird one, but then you know you frame it your own way. Is that like, look? I'm looking out for the best of you, and mm. I know that I've I've noticed these things. Then what can you? Um, so let's have a conversation about that, so we can help push you forward. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it's definitely like that communication piece is massive. Like I had a client <clears throat> where um, the the ultimate goal is weight loss. Started off really well, but then for months it was just stagnant, and it was just it was very difficult to approach the topic of like you know why the hell is this not going anywhere because mm-hmm. I know you're showing up to sessions but clearly something's not going right outside of these sessions right and then um so at one point i realized i need to ask the question i need to i need to be like okay this is what you said we've started off well but then nothing nothing good has happened after that and it's a bit of a it's just like run of the mill stuff for us right now. I'm not enjoying training you because you're not getting anywhere and you're not going to enjoy keep coming back because you're not getting anywhere. So where the hell are we, you know, what is, uh, what's the disconnect here? And then when I finally approached it from the point of view of um, let's show the clients some compassion and instead of being like, why the hell aren't you doing what you're supposed to be doing and you know, is working. Why aren't you doing that? Um, and just asking the other ways, like what's stopping you? What's hindering you? Like where are you right now? Where do you, where do you see my role in helping you where you are right now? And then truth came out, and it was just basically, you know what? I've, I'm like I'm up to here with everything in life. Like just coming to these sessions, I can just about do that right now. So if you're asking me to make changes to my nutrition, if you're asking me to make changes to you know my sleep routine or whatever it might be, I just can't handle that right now. So we need to tone it back. And I'm just happy just plodding along for now. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, cool. That's fantastic. You know, we've realigned and we figured out where you're at and we can go with that. But um, just know that I'm going to keep asking the question when you're ready to keep pushing forward because I'm here to make sure that you're achieving what you want to achieve. I don't want you to just give me your money and not get anywhere with it. So that's a really important thing to do and understanding so you have to understand where the where their psychology is at because mm-hmm. that's a big reason. It's probably the biggest reason. Long the longer I do this and just 
the the more self-aware I become as well, I I find like the biggest thing that's always going to stop you from achieving what you want to achieve is just purely in between the years. It's going to be a mindset thing as opposed to it being the journey, as opposed to it being the outcome, as opposed to it being lifting the weights and and all that kind of stuff. It's definitely what's in between the years because that determines how much effort you put into something. That determines um, what uh, how you're going to show up on a given day. And um, if you're on the on the side of like uh, if you're if you're if you're identifying yourself with the struggle more than you're identifying yourself with the opportunity, mm-hmm. then you're always going to struggle. And yeah. Yeah, rather yeah. than push forward because you see it as there's an opportunity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so yeah, I, yeah, I would 100% say is like um, it can feel it can feel awkward for sure, but then when you start to learn how to frame the conversation, you'll um, you'll definitely get better at it as well. It's something I'm always getting better at as well because at the end mm-hmm. of the day, going to PT, we think, yeah, we just we're going to help people out with uh, their bodies and stuff, but then you realize the biggest thing that you need help with is actually changing their lifestyle. And if you want to change your lifestyle, then you actually need to work on work on the psychology psychological element of it as well a little bit yeah definitely definitely it's motivated me as well so i had that chat with that client with my my mate from up and she mm. told me about this book called uh you had an nlp right yeah so like, you got this on the back of it so nlp oh, for cool. the dummies yeah, and, yeah. Uh, it's been going through it and it's um do you know what it's it's definitely something that i needed day one you know what i mean i definitely yeah. needed this day one and even, even that paired with like i got this book by my bedside as well which is which is um how to win friends and influence mm. people yeah, wicked. Great book, like super simple, super easy to, to absorb and, and apply straight away. And um, it, it's as much as you need, like Charles Poliquin level one. Yeah. <laughs> you need, you need, you need how to win friends and influence people. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and that it almost like it just harkens back to that same thing of no one cares what you what you know until they know that you care, right? And, yeah. and obviously, this for for any of our clients is always from a position of, of look, I care about you. I want you to do your best. And I want you to move forward holistically. You know, what I mean, I don't, want, I don't want your, 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 your chest to lag behind your hamstrings. So why would I want your, your like, your confidence to lag, to lag uh, behind your, um, your, your willingness to, to do anything? You know, what I mean, like, like this, this, this is, this is. Just, I want, I want you to fully move forward. Um, yeah, man. Yeah, it's an interesting concept, man. It's an interesting concept, and I think it's definitely going to be where I shape my, uh, my learning. Obviously, alongside this. This course that I'm doing right now, which I'm super stoked for, man. Super stoked for because yeah. having having a few chats with with the guys that are on the course and uh getting on the forum on, on Facebook and just chatting about like okay, questions from, from week one, um, dissecting a bit more of the methodology of like uh what is it, mobility, stability, and strength. Mm-hmm. Um alongside that is is definitely gonna be more of more of this type of uh this kind of uh study for sure. Yeah, big time. Yeah. 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 And then another thing I'll add on top of that is um, <clears throat> we have to we we have to stop caring too much how much our clients like us. <laughs> yeah. Because that's another thing that stops us from shining that light on the problem because it, mm. it makes them feel uncomfortable, which makes us feel uncomfortable. But uh, we do have to ask those tough things. We do have to make them feel uncomfortable to be able to break through it. And um <coughs> not, uh, so again it's, it's tricky it's tricky but it's uh it's super necessary man it's street jesus style super necessary <laughs> buddy. yeah buddy. <laughs> so true man so true yeah. like you just you just as soon as you said that make them feel uncomfortable i just it goes straight back to every time you are uncomfortable yeah and as a result you just grow so much man you yeah. grow so exactly. much and then it's like okay i'm being put in the position right now by my life by like my mm. my higher up to say look develop that skill because you need to feel it. you're feeling uncomfortable right now good good yeah. things are to come with it 
and uh, that that that's the that's the 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 necessary kind of feeling I need to be feeling right now. Yeah, man, definitely, I like that for sure. Yeah, exactly. for sure. And it's and <coughs> to that stage as well because obviously, so that person's moved beyond. Like uh, I guess maybe has moved. I don't know, but like beyond that novice level, right? Because when you're a novice, you see results really quickly. It's kind of easy mm-hmm. to just ride that curve, but then it starts to get hard when that curve starts to plateau. And so you started to get to that level. Now you really have to ask yourself some serious questions, which is, mm-hmm. okay, I've done well to this point, but what's the, what do I need to do better to keep going? And, uh, and that's hard because that's going to help. That's going to make you look at all the things that, uh, you didn't really want to look at as well. You know, there was, um, it was a great one back when I used to work in uh, Virgin Active, one of my ex colleagues, one of her clients said to her, it was great. Um, she goes, you know, since I've been working with you over like, I can't remember if it was like 12 months or something, it was a decent amount of time, but she said, look, I've lost 30 kilos with you and I've stopped drinking so much and I've stopped smoking as much as I used to. I realized I don't like any of the people that I hang out with and I don't like my job. <laughs> it's like that's that's hilarious. It was like the way she said it was hilarious. She was the kind of person who would just um, handle it anyway. She was like, I don't like the people I work with, I don't like the people I hang out with. What the fuck have you done to me? But she was also the kind of person who could deal with that. But now, for most people, it's like, I don't have any friends left, I don't know what the fuck to do about my job. This is this is super difficult. So then it's easy for you to fall back into who you were right so when you get to that stage you're going to be asking some tough questions so the person will be asking some tough questions of themselves as well it's like what do i need to do what do i need to change and that's <clears throat> where we actually have to be on the ball even more and again that's something that i'm practicing more and more and more is uh, with myself and then with with other people as well with clients is like we we can we can coast along because you know you've got into the routine of doing sessions, but every few months is checking in. Is like, what is, what is it that you want to achieve now? What is it that you want? To achieve now? Are you still happy doing what we're just doing, or do you want to take it up a notch? Um, if you still got some, if you still got five to ten kilos to lose, let's say, um, okay, you're moving better, you're feeling better, you're doing great, you've got a lot more confidence in yourself. How much do you care about that extra weight that you said you wanted to lose, but you haven't lost yet, and and yes, yeah, so it's just like continuously checking in is like, okay, then what do you do to make that happen? Mm-hmm. And uh, and then staying on it. And yeah, just making sure it's like, let's not settle on the struggle. Let's look at the opportunity because mm-hmm. that's another one as well. You talk like we talked about the the end goal that you have, like you place it on that point on the graph. But you can also lose sight of that as well because of how difficult it can become. Mm. You just kind of, you just, uh, you know, you just can't see it. So you you have to keep identifying with that goal and then just do the workout. So if I use myself as an example, you remember when we chatted about, so for me, it was like, I just want to get started with training uh, because that's the hardest part. When I build it up into a routine, I'm going to have a much clearer idea of what I really want. I know I want to get stronger and I know I want to be fitter. Um, I want to build off like the movement base that I have and I want to be stronger. Like uh, for me, strength is the thing that's going to <coughs> correlate with so much in terms of health and performance. Like mm. uh, 
if you have that base level of strength, then I'm like 40 years away from being in my mid seventies. But if I set that now, I can still be moving and running around when I'm 75 instead of being the person who's like hunched over and using a cane and, and worried about falling down because I might break something, you know? So it's like, so I knew I wanted to get strong. And then when I started the journey and I got into it, there's, uh, then I had that conversation with you where I was like, remember, like uh, we found the, um, the, uh, what like uh, college athletes in the States, the, mm. the levels of like poor strength, yeah, yeah, yeah. good strength and then elite strength. Mm. I was like, all right, well, let's set that as a name, you know, where I'm happy to be, I mean, good strength is great strength. It was like two and a bit times deadlift, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was like looking at that, I was like, in two to two and a half years or so, that's something that can be attained, you know, but as, as long as I just show up and be consistent. And so I know those figures, I know what that means for me. Oh, shit. I think I've lost you, bro. My man, it'll make me chat to myself for a little while. I'll see what happens if you can make it back in. Gonna lose our big brown brother. He'll be back because he is just that guy. Oh, he's on his way. One sec. <clears throat> oh. Yes, bro. No idea what happened there, man. I went totally off. Yeah, man. I was I was I was crying. Oh no. <laughs> The recording stays as normal, yeah? Yeah, yeah, still going. Don't worry. Oh, sound, 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 sound. Yeah, I have no idea why. It just totally just cut <laughs> yeah. shit. I was like, oh shit. And I was looking at yeah. camera. Like, if anybody's going to end up watching this I'm gonna be <laughs> for like a minute, it's like, no, nah, no, nah, I'll just wait and come back. College athlete stuff. That's it. Yeah, just like the strength. <laughs> So, I, okay, I've got those kind of physical numbers that um, I want to achieve over the next two and a bit years. So then, like, I'll wake up on a given day and, like, basically my baseline for uh, getting psyched for a training session is way, way higher than it used to be. So before it was, oh, like, because, uh, like, strength has never been my forte, basically. I'm, like, uh, excellent at mobility and everything like that and helping people move really, really well. And I can definitely get them strong as well. But actually programming for strength is mm. not my forte that's why i spoke to you about it you know it's like that's why i wanted your help with that so i started to um so before it was like uh ah, i just don't really don't really fancy this don't really fancy doing it but then i got it in my head that i want to be strong and then all of a sudden it's like i just want to fucking train 
like I need to make that happen, then starting to train and then starting to think about that long-term goal, it's making me get out of bed and want to train even more. But then obviously there's the days where I just don't, I don't identify with it because it's a bit hazy and I'm not thinking about it. Then what I'll do is uh, I'll, I'll visualize those, those numbers and I'll visualize what it's like in two years time again. And all of a sudden I'm like, I'm training. <laughs> and a really important part of it as well, which is remember what you came to me for. You said you wanted to be in this shape. Don't forget that. Let's, let's keep aiming for that. So getting them to, getting the clients to visualize that space again that's actually we didn't really say that but that's really really important like visualization like where do you see yourself and own it and feel it like feel it as if it happened because that will keep you going so that's again putting the reps in for the mindset that's putting the reps in for the uh, for the outcome and Mm. uh, and then you just you're just going to do it and yeah yeah yeah. do it so even if you don't enjoy the process just remembering that you have that goal means you have to mm. turn up for it yeah 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 and that, and that it kind of goes back to like you, the day you don't want to go to the gym is the day you should definitely go to the gym exactly you know I mean? that that's the, that's the <clears throat> that's the uh the thing that just came to mind where uh, the session where you just think i'm gonna be useless today i've had no sleep i've had nothing i've had nothing i don't want to do it i don't want to do it i don't want to do it and you do it and you're just like oh shit i was amazing today you know what i mean like your <laughs> yeah, body just kind of clicks everything yeah. works and wow how how did that happen and um yeah that's kind of that's like your future self kind of like pulling you through you're like come on come on it's okay yeah. go through this shit because you definitely need to go through that shit man and it's great that you touched on visualization because like, i can speak about that myself and be like okay my, my transformation by like, losing like 80 odd kilos that was always the goal that was always like it, it, it was it wasn't like the goal to lose that number but it was always the goal to finish it looking like you've attained muscle mass you've <clears throat> you've built you've built a physique by by going up in weight and then like having hard training sessions to put on muscle and to put on muscle and to put on muscle and stripping yourself back again and be like okay right this this is this is what's underneath you know what i mean obviously i definitely lost myself along the way like that's that's no question about that i 100 lost my my way in terms of getting too big and getting kind of too involved in in just pushing weight on the bar and pushing weight on the bar and Right. If if I'd met someone like you along that journey and been like, okay, that's that's like a mobility, like let's let's worry, worry about that too, you know what I mean? Like like don't worry about the extra ten kilos on that on that barbell over there because we we don't need that right now. We just need to focus on this. Um, I think that speaks back to the mindset that I was in then was just one, like get up, go, get up, go, get up, go, get up, go. Like there was there was never a day I missed like for years, you know what I mean? It was always just toward toward the toward the goal and. Um, but like you said about visualization, it was always I had clearly visualized what I wanted at the end of it, like clear as day. And that that was all that was really what I thought about. Like all I thought about, I didn't really entertain friends, didn't really entertain kind of like going out or anything else. It wasn't my life. Like it just wasn't. I was fine with it not being my life. Like yeah. totally cool. Like like going gym in the morning and seeing mates come back from their night out and be like, Yeah, cool, see, I'm going gym. Like <laughs> that, that was life, you know what I mean? on my own, like totally cool with it because I had that clear as day vision. And it's, it's really interesting that you just brought that up because I, I used to, I used to outline that a lot with clients when I first started PTing because it was really the only thing that I had was I know I've done the reps in this realm. Like I may have not at the time done the reps in reading about Christian Tuberty or this or that or whatever, you know what I mean? But 
I had done those reps and I had clearly seen the, the value in doing those reps. So that was my ace and being like, okay, I don't know um, what, what you've done in the past, but we're going to do this. We're going to just align this vision. And I think it, it's something that definitely something that can have to prove, can prove over time. And it should do that because I think you set off with, with I'm going there, but you don't really know what's entailed with going there. And then you, you end up halfway through and you think, oh, well, I don't really want it anymore. <laughs> which is totally fine. But as long as you then start fleshing out and you start using that that experience to realize what you do want, you know what I mean? So it just shapes you and molds you further forward. Like it's not a loss. It's just, it's just, it's like Thomas Edison, right? A thousand ways not to make a light bulb. Um, <laughs> but, but now you kind of failed your way forward. Um, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, visualization, I think 100% is key. And it's definitely something that I think has got to come back to uh, my, 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 my process with clients now in yeah. sense that if you've never done it, how powerful a tool it can be. And uh, I think looking at what we've taken up, well, personally what I've taken up in the last year, being being jiu-jitsu, being jiu-jitsu and uh, nogi and wrestling or whatever, yeah. if I if I come home and I practice my arm drag 10 times in my head, I feel so much more confident. Like by that, by that 10th one, I'm like, okay, I can catch that, I can, I can step behind, I'm, I'm just flowing in my head and it's it's there, you know what I mean? And the next time you do it, it's like, oh shit, that, that just happened, like, it's, it's not i'm not thinking about it you know what i mean and i can definitely say that yeah the ones that i'm the, the techniques that i think about more are the ones that i catch like the ones that i don't think about are well is just that's a distant memory you know because I, mean? I just haven't in any way put myself i don't have any basis in that reality yeah i mean i think that that's the that's the key is is like the same way we started off talking about you doing comedy and making that a part of who you are mm. i think the visualization is is the first thing you can start doing in in the sense of of making that who you are you know i mean you you've, yeah. you've put that neural circuitry together to imagine the thought of you being slimmer you being in shape you being stronger you being funnier or more confident and then it just manifests like like kai green right thoughts become things Completely it's like, it's so 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 true man so so true yeah yeah that's a great point i'm glad you mentioned that i'm gonna write that on my board visualization <laughs> just spend time just being being on that shit man yeah, I don't want anybody. You said like you're losing eight zero eighty kilos, and like there is no way you could have done that if you didn't have that visualization, like you did. Like you, yeah, you, yeah, man. yeah, yeah. That's um, that's epic. Is like, cause that takes so much discipline. It takes so much effort, and like the way that you did it as well over a period of years to make sure that it was a sustainable thing. That's um, that's huge. Is huge and is like if you can if this is basically that's massively inspirational for me is like every time i think of what you've achieved and like um i like i know the broad strokes of it as well as like you were somewhere where you didn't want to be you visualized mm -hmm. exactly where you wanted to be and mm -hmm. then the process that you undertook to get there again like you said not without its uh, pitfalls because you kind of lost yourself in the middle in the way but you're still so much better off than if you hadn't started that journey right <clears throat> even if you did kind of lose yourself a little bit along the way. And that's really if like what you've done, any like anybody can look at that and be like, holy shit, that's like, that's essentially the, uh, uh, the blueprint for achieving anything is yeah. recognizing yeah. where you're at, that you don't want to be there, recognizing and visualizing and living, almost, yeah, kind of actually living it as well, where you have to live in the space that mm -hmm. you've already achieved it. Mm -hmm. and you are where you want to be. And then just keep, like you said, pulling yourself towards it. It's, it's like there's the push from where you don't want to be, but there's also got to be the pull because pushing 
Um, <laughs> if we talk about it in lifting terms as well, pulling, we're better at pulling than we are pushing. We're stronger at pulling. Yeah. So in, uh, in like, yeah, it just put the two together, then yeah. you're, you're in such a strong position to achieve. And like, and that's, yeah, that's massively inspirational. I think, I think what you've done is, appreciate it, man. Appreciate it. is, uh, is, uh, is big for people. Yeah, man, definitely. You know, do you know what? It's, it's like, um, like Sylvie, you rang me this week mm. and, um, he video, he video of a video message, video called me and he had a mate with him, his guy, a friend called Alex. And, um, he, he was struggling to, to shift a bit of weight and he started, he started and Sylvia's training him and he, and he was, he was just like, I want you to talk to somebody who's been there and done it. And, um, and it was, it's, it's awesome. Like Sylvia ringing me for, for that kind of thing. I'm just like, wow, this is super cool. Like, like he wants my help with something, you know what I mean? Like yeah. we, we go to him and we, 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 we are like indebted to him for, for so much. <laughs> And then he's he's flipping the script and saying, "Look, Omar, like you are way better than me at this, and like, yeah. whatever. Like, I want you to talk to my to my friend and and uh, just 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 tell him about your journey." Mm. And um, yeah, and it's amazing because I got a chance to see somebody who was where I was, and like you said, like it's it's infinitely better where I am now. Like, yeah. I can't even start, begin to describe the differences in in terms of everything everything right it's it's all completely completely different and and now in a position to actually help somebody else come through that journey you know what i mean like come full 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 circle and um and chat to him not as a client but just as, as a person on this side of the line and being like dude you don't want this like i know where you are i've been there and that that food defo tasty but you know what's more tasty like like striations are more tasty you know what i mean like, like, <laughs> like, yeah. like just just having that but also having the confidence to know that you know you could do this shit and just yeah. keep going and i'm just building that human to say that look i tried something and i did something hmm. that's and then, and then being like <clears throat> like you said that's the blueprint like whether it be I want to throw this jab and I hope it lands. Oh, I'm gonna, but I've got to throw it first, right? I've got to throw the yeah. jab first. I can't, yeah. I can't just keep it here and be like, oh, ah, no, I'm gonna throw that shit. You know what I mean? I've, I've got to just put it out there in the universe, and then whatever I get back, it's um, it's gonna give me a, a point of reference to to move and throw it, or to mm. step back and throw it and time it definitely. You know what I mean? That that that's the, that's the win, and it kind of goes back to our third podcast, third podcast where I'm like, I don't want to hand my work in to the teacher. <laughs> I didn't want to hand my work in. And it's like, no, you've got to hand that work in because that's that's the that's life telling you, look, this is really good, but mm -hmm. this needs work. But this is again, I like how you did this here, but maybe we can work on that there. And um, yeah, man, it just helps you get where you ultimately always want to go, which is just a better life. You know, yeah. No one wants to have a shit life. Like that's that's not a thing, you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, because it can be it can literally be wherever you want it to be in the sense that you don't have to try and aim for the 1%, you know, you don't have to try and be fucking Cristiano Ronaldo in a sporting field. You don't have to try and be Tony Robbins in the coaching field. You don't have to try and be like, uh, you name it. You don't have to be those people, but as long as you're just content or yeah. rather aiming for the place of contentment, right? Mm -hmm. you're, you're not where you want to be right now. So just, create that framework is like what is it what does that look like what does that look like to you yeah yeah and um and that's um that's an eye-opening thing as well because you didn't just realize okay there might be even relationships that i don't want anything to do with and, right. uh, and, that's, and that's and that's tricky because it's people right you don't want to let people down or you don't want to disown people or you don't want to you know, upset anyone uh, but it can it, there can be something as simple as that 
It was like, mm. uh, yeah, so it's like, yeah, going through that process of where am I right now? Two to three years time, where do I, where would I rather be? Because again, it's got to be two to three years, I guess, or like, well, whatever time frame you set yourself, because it's not going to be immediate. It's just got to be mm-hmm. a certain, certain period of time. And um, actually, with that, you said like you know, infinitely different. Like, uh, what, what's the if there is one thing, or maybe a handful of things that you would say you're so grateful for uh, being the way they are now because of the transformation <laughs> you've gone through. What would you what would you say that one thing is or those several things are? Um, I'm aware of my life now. Mm. I wasn't aware of, of the actions that I was doing before because I was so um, I was so one dimensional that I only had one thing that I was that would make me happy. So if that one thing didn't get fulfilled well that day, then everyone would have a consequence. Everyone would, would kind of like, would feel the wrath of, oh, I'm pissed off today. So just get out of my way. You know what I mean? That that would be that would be me. Or I would, my eye, my ears would be shut to any kind of advice or, or help or criticism or anything <clears throat> because all I was really about was that one thing. And the only person who could appease that was me. And I was not looking. Sorry? What was that one thing? And that one thing was just training. It was training to be to, to be stronger, to be to be bigger, to be to be more able in the gym. And that that was that one thing. You know, what I mean, it, to be to be in some points, it was heavier on the scale. To be okay, I'm putting I'm putting mass on, I'm putting size on. Um, I was just completely lost in it, completely lost in it. And you know, what? as as I've shed that that kind of skin, that old self, I've become more and more aware that everything is is just um everything everything about life i feel like has just become more apparent to me whether it be my relationships with people whether it be my ability to maintain eye contact with somebody and actually speak openly and and not have my attention diverted and have one eye on the clock because it's getting late i need to go to bed because i've got to train tomorrow like that that still is still is a thing but you know what it's just it just it's it's put into frame everything else that's that's with that awareness i'll say that same thing like having awareness of the rest of life it's just put into frame the importance of having balance in other ele- other elements of your life and, and like you can you can <clears throat> you can have like one egg and one basket or you could have different eggs and different baskets in different ratios and what it really requires of you is just to to take stock of where you are right now and ultimately really understand where you want to be and what the consequences of actually being there are. And and I think what I needed more than anything back then, obviously myself to aware to, to be more aware, but somebody to kind of sit me down who, who wasn't family, who wasn't anybody that I knew, but just was a random person to, to just talk and almost like ask clearly, okay, what are you doing? Why are you doing it? Do you do you understand the consequences of, of going there? And and also like somebody who's who's like me for this guy that Sylvia you rang me about and say, okay, I've been there. This is this is what it's like. Um, and just to frame it in a way that would make me think. And and I think that that's kind of what I need to do for this this client that I mentioned earlier is mm-hmm. almost frame where they are now, frame where they could potentially be, and then be like, okay, is this really what you want? You know what I mean? Is, is 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 this something that you you want to work toward? And it, it could be, it could be that you, you, know, you I don't I don't straight I don't change my course. But however, I just have a bit more awareness about this one thing, and that one thing can can 
manifests in so many different ways that just makes you more whole as a person along the way. Whereas chasing one thing ultimately, again, like I said, it, your happiness and your your um, contentment in the day and, and your sense of achievement is only ever derived from that one thing. Whereas if you have these multiple aspects of your life where, oh, that had, I had a great chat with Gurinder today. That's that's now giving me a a boost in in one way, you know what I mean? It's giving me a confidence that I can speak well and I can articulate myself and I can listen well and I can sit in one space and not have to fidget. And you know what I mean? Like there's, there's little things about it that I can actually draw from. Whereas before I was so like monomaniacal in just one thing and I wasn't aware of anything else. So me, me not having that one thing meant that I had no basis in any other reality. So mm -hmm. I couldn't be effective for anybody in any other way. I couldn't be affected by anybody in any other way and receiving and giving whether it be a conversation whether it be in a sense of love whether it be a sense of affection wasn't there i mean I, I really got to the game late as a human being i think because of this pursuit i'm, I'm still 100 grateful because it's made me who i am today and um i think it's given me a very unique perspective on what it's like to just go ultra deep in one realm but then you see that you know what you lose yourself wood for the trees but you are kind of where you wanted to be but now now looking back it's like, okay this is what i didn't have you know what i mean you know, and answer to your question it's definitely just the awareness of the rest of life for sure yeah. that's, that's, that's amazing. Amazing. it's cool that's man cool journey. cool journey yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's interesting listening to like my family talk about myself back then because this is going to sound about bonkers but i don't remember a lot of it i don't remember a lot of it i don't remember how i was there's big chunks of our lives and, and then this, this is this is not just due to the training and due to how i was it was because of like family shit was going on at that time and it was just a weird time in our in our all us four my mom my dad my sister myself and um it was it was definitely all of us were kind of in this haze where we didn't really know what would happen in the next couple of years so we all went our separate ways and i went straight to the gym and that was my like escape from what was potentially like happening at home um so yeah, man, and, and, and you, you just lose yourself in what you feel is comfortable. But then you, you again, like I said, you attach all of your uh, happiness and attach all of your sense of, of self-worth to this one thing. But then after it, if potentially like it goes, like um, like the next chapter in, in why I started changing initially was me and my dad were in a car crash. So I couldn't actually train anymore. So I was at home, like mm -hmm. laid up and not able to go to the gym because I was physically just so beat up. It was, it was a horrible crash. It was a really bad car accident. Like both of us are actually are absolutely fine now, but at the time it was it was really bad, and um, it was almost like okay, now what? Like now you you had this like life and that's gone. What do you do? Like you you got to figure it out. You gotta, and that was the first time I started watching Kelly Starrett videos, and I started mobilizing myself. You know what I mean? And that and then that led to this. You know what I mean? So that that's like, yeah, man. I feel I feel like it was it was almost like a. Uh, life's way of being like, okay, you're an unstoppable force in one direction. You're just you're just plowing forward. Well, I'm going to give you an immovable object, and you're going to stop, and you're going to like literally just stay. And now you're going to figure it out anew. I mean, you 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 can you can keep going on this path, but it's not really meant for you. Like you can have what 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 um what experience you've gained from it so far. That's going to be it for now. Maybe mm -hmm. you're it in a different way, but let's channel this now in a different way. That's kind mm -hmm. of the way I look back at my life and think, okay, thank you very much because you, you gave me, you gave me a good depth in, you gave me a good depth of insight, but you didn't let me go too far with it. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 yeah.
It's like you can, you can have what you think you want, or you can have what's good for you. <laughs> that's, big uh, time, man. That's big a, time. That's big. It's, uh, it's like you, you don't get to pick the lessons that you have in life, right? Like, mm. like, like you can have. Uh, you just don't get to pick. Like one day you can just be like, okay, now I've got to learn this lesson. Oh shit, okay, life's changed, and I've got to adapt. Like right now, yeah. like the situation, situation we're all in, yeah, adapt, exactly. right? And it's, tra- it's training. All of it's training, man. Yeah. Cool. When did yeah. when did your crash happen? Ooh, I want to say what's that? What was twenty twenty? Um, twenty twelve, twenty eleven, I think. Yeah. So I was yeah. like, like nineteen, no, about twenty twenty one years old, I think. Mm. Yeah, and then like that happened, and then um, my dad moved out to Kenya, and I went with him. And uh, then I came back, and then when I came back, it was like, okay, started chipping away, started chipping away. Um, I got my first PT job when I was still really heavy. Like I, I wasn't, I wasn't like. That's the thing is, I, I have a big frame, so I can carry a lot of weight, and I can carry, can kind of hide it. Whereas, like anybody else who's twenty two stone, you stand out like a like a sore thumb. Whereas I can kind of carry off and just be like, okay, I'm just yeah, I'm, I'm heavy, but I'm not like. I didn't feel it anyway. I didn't feel, I never ever knew how big I really was. Like, I wish I could just, I say this all the time. I wish I could just bring my former self into the room. Like, that's me. Like that, that was me. Like, I just, just bring you in like a, like a, like a show thing. Okay. You can go away now. You can leave now. Like just, just, just as a party piece. Yeah. Um, Even like a, even like a a cardboard cutout. I wish I could just have it. Yeah. Um, I, I remember getting into cars with my mates when I was younger. And like we were all, this is at college time when everyone like just uh, all, like some kids had, had cars or whatever and uh, learn how to drive and um, getting into a car and just not ever fitting and being like, why, what you, you guys get in? Like, how come I go? I don't, I don't get in. Cause yeah, cause you're quite literally twice my body weight. That's why you don't fit in the car. Like I'm 12 stone, you're 24 stone and you're, you're just climbing every week, right? You're, you're just a lot bigger than all the rest of us. But sure. yeah, <laughs> interesting times, man. Interesting times. Yeah, yeah. And then, so when, was it like, um, when was the decision to be like, I'm, I'm done with being this heavy? I need to... That was it. That was it. I think, I think there, was, there was a few things along the way and then, and then that car crash happened. And it was, it was just like, okay, I can't train like that anymore. I've got to train, I've got to train at home. And I remember just kind of like, I was never, I I, I would, I was quite sedentary back then, but the gym was always about a four hour pursuit because I'd walk there, I'd train for two hours and I'd walk back and whatever it would be, it would take up a good amount of my day. Right. And um, that having that time really started itching on me and I was like, okay, what can I do? So I'm watching YouTube videos. I'm watching all the stuff I normally would have watched, like running carbon videos and this, that, and the other, and whatever. And all of a sudden, mm-hmm. you come across things that interest you. So, like anatomy always interests me. Like looking at, um, like uh, strength training anatomy. I've got a book up there with, uh, by uh, uh, mm-hmm. Frederic Devalier. Like uh, this is this is a guy that Poliquin recommended, like back in the day, day. Mm-hmm. And I bought that book. And the, the illustrations in the book are always like Greek kind of illustration so it looked really kind of stoic and like you, you, know, you know the physique i'm talking about right a really well developed physique i'm looking at it i'm thinking okay cool like i don't know any of this i don't know what obviously i know bicep and pet chest and all this kind of stuff i don't know the detail so i'm looking up anatomy and uh, i literally come across a kelly Sturette video and he's talking about internal rotation and his, his method was always like smash this and smash that and smash this so i'm okay cool i, I, I can smash things like let's, let's, let's go like uh, and um i had a barbell set at home like a really small barbell set with with uh, with i'd say about 80 kilos worth of weight but and um i started using that to like put in here and try and like mobilize an internal external rotation i'm doing this stuff 
And um, I'm like, oh shit, this, this stuff really works. So I'm like, yeah. while I'm laid up, let me just let me just go through my body and watch a video and then go and do it. Watch a video and go and do it. And, and I realized how immobile I actually was. Um, and yeah, man, that, that's how it kind of started. Went from there into, into incorporating a lot more of that into my training and then going back to training, trying to train the way I trained before. Um, and my body just didn't respond. I think that the trauma of the actual crash was a lot more severe than I ever realized. And um, it was like, okay, I need to slow down. And then kind of running back to it and then being like, no, no, you guys still slow down. And then being like, I've only got one speed. You know I mean, I, I only want to just go hard. And uh, then realizing, okay, right, like go slow, figure it out. And, um, and now I value the, 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 all the stuff that you're talking about in terms of chipping away at it, chipping it away at it day by day and not kind of smashing yourself. And, and I, was, I was talking to TJ yesterday. Now, it was funny, a conversation went, our conversation went everywhere with, with yesterday, the chat we had. But one of the things we touched on was like back in the day, if it wasn't a 10 kilo plate, it wasn't going on the bar because it was too small. Like I'm not putting a five one, I'm not putting a two and a half one. Well, one and a quarter, just get that shit out of here. I don't need that. Like I, I need to put on big weights. And I mean big weights is where it's at. And uh, that was me. That was that was me to a T. Like if, if it wasn't if it wasn't jumping up by 10 or 20 kilos at a time, there's no point. Yeah. But then yeah. life just kind of went, no, no, no. Nah, let's stop like figure this shit out and, and learn this stuff and yeah, it's good man it's good i'm, I'm super thankful for it yeah amazing yeah, that's that's right. Right. too right man. too right definitely definitely it's 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 everything and then because because that gives you the the mindset to understand the nuance of technique whereas mm. before i was just throwing weights around because i was mass i could move mass you know i, mean? I could just move weight and um yeah uh, but now it's like okay you've got to be like deft in your touch and you've got to be understanding of, of, of distance and you've got to be all these other things and i think it, it's good that i have i have more of a respect for this stuff now and technique is even more um even more like what's the word uh appreciated because mm -hmm. i've had time in my life where i've not appreciated it and i know the effects of that so yeah man it's a uh, it's cool it's cool very thankful second chance around that's amazing. That's a big story. Is like kind of yeah. having that, having that thing that struck you to change. It's cool, man. It's cool, so, definitely, definitely. No, what was I going to say to that? Because that last bit you said was that you have that one saying "go hard," but then it produces that deft touch because you hit that immovable object, which told you you need to go in a different direction. I'm the exact other way around. This is why I love knowing yeah. you, right? Because <laughs> like uh, you guys, you guys are the like the opposite of me in that way. Whereas for me, it was always like, um, I'm going to develop technique. I'm going to talk about function. I'm going to develop that till the cows come home, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, to the point where I wouldn't go beyond that as well. So I had to, I had to really well. It was it's good because I spent a long long time in that space. So that means that you know i've got something to say about it and uh, and something that i can help people with for sure but mm -hmm. um the the flip side of that was is like i'm just i'm just on that deft side of the scale i'm yeah. not thinking yeah, about yeah. anything else so um yeah being introduced like i remember sylvia once in uh, a training session where we like the way he's doing it is like you know he's pushing us pushing us pushing us and then at one point, I was in my head. It was just basically, oh, I want to make sure I'm. I think it was the uh, the pushing hands. So just coming up, so okay. extending through the back. So I was like, I want to make sure I'm doing this, so I'm not screwed on my back. So I was just doing a bit slower. I was probably thinking about the technique more than I needed to be. So I was slow, 
when he wanted us to be explosive. And then he just stopped. He says, Gorinda, just just go hard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I need you to stop thinking about this. I just need to be I was like, oh, I fucking needed to hear that. Then <laughs> yeah. I just went full ham. And yeah. hey, actually, I'm still fine. You know, I came out of the session, I'm still fine. And if anything, I know how to kind of look after myself as well. So it's not yeah, gonna yeah. Fuck me up. And um and so that was uh so that was good. It was almost like I needed the permission to uh uh yeah. to actually go hard, basically. Mm-hmm. That's why it's good for me to know guys like you. Um, so that I could actually rebalance myself you know redress that and that's yeah, just, yeah. it's uh, literally last few months man is just it's just been yeah it's just been good for that i've been getting into a routine of just pushing myself a little bit more a little bit more a little bit more and then you know give it a year give it two years again that baseline is going to be different fuck yeah man fuck yeah, yeah. that's brilliant man that's that's so cool because it's, it's just yeah it's it's complete opposite like when i come back to leicester now after leaving london um i started tra- i started training with tj over here and TJ's way is he's he's got, I think, every gear in the sense that he can go very very slow and get the technique down, and he can also go ham and really put it on you. And he's and he's uh, as a training partner, I couldn't hope for a better training partner because like I've gone from having all of you guys to having one guy and still mm-hmm. benefiting massively, and um, <clears throat> and that's that's a credit to him because he's he's developed that over years of of training himself training with his brothers training with training in different settings and um when he sees me when we, when we first came back we had a we had a grapple and we, we you know we, we just went hard like i think for 45 minutes we just grappled and like there was no round there was no nothing it was just like <laughs> an open, it was an open map but there was just me and him there that's it and there were, actually no there was there was other people in the gym and it was just me and him and we just we ended up like just trashing each other just like both of us were just <laughs> fucked at the end of it and um <laughs> after that it was like okay we need to address some things like like i'm trying a technique you're trying a technique but <clears throat> but neither of us really has the um and he he this is him saying it to me neither of us really has the the awareness to pull these off slickly and with with like mm-hmm. with ease you know what i mean so um luckily we kind of re address the training to be like okay we're gonna go and we're gonna have that hard sparring day like once a week and after that we're gonna just address the, the technique and make sure that the, the positions are happening properly and, and we're moving well but then alongside that we're going to push ourselves in, in cardio with with other ways so other ways that don't break our body down as much we're still building that cv base so like we've just come together in that sense of using ways of, of improving our cv but improving our technique and improving like and, and that's all feeding to when we can, i can come back to race even once a week and be like okay let me go and test myself now and actually see how i'm doing and sometimes you hit and sometimes you miss but Sometimes, but all the way through, you're seeing that you're, I'm better than I was. I'm better than I was. And um, back to the conversation that we we're having before is I've never met anybody in my life who's as grateful in the moment as TJ. And it's, it's madness because it's, it's, <clears throat> it's just, it's just, I don't know, it's just 100% his way where mm-hmm. he's always, oh, thanks for that, man. Thanks for that, man. You know, that time you taught me this and that time you taught me that, oh, I've really used that and I've really kind of gone far with it. And, and um just just right there in the moment and it's mad because if you sit and think about it he is just being grateful like he is just being grateful and and that's 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 part of who he is that's part of the life he's lived but but, dude it's like it's everything like we we, how many people i i I can't list off many people um 
in my life who I think I'd put in that same category. And I think he is, he stands head and shoulders above everybody else in that category. In, in, in just, just because I'm, I've been lucky enough to spend a lot of time with him. And you know what? It is just, it is just like intrinsically a part of him to just yeah. be aware and be thankful, be aware and be thankful. And that's like, he's, he's super smart. He's super, uh, um, uh, like I said, in the moment when it comes to gratitude. And uh, I think that, feeds into how he learns and how appreciative he is in the moment for when somebody teaches him something because he knows that 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 thing is going to take him so far like yeah. you give him like a, a crumb and he's going to go with that for a week you know what i mean like that's that's the kind of guy he is and uh yeah man it, it's it's um again like having mentors and having lessons and having people around you that that move you forward he's definitely somebody that that's uh affected me in that sense for sure that's fantastic, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Super cool guy, man. You want to be around. I think, um, and the thing is, like, even him appreciating it is, you just don't realize how much of an effect that has on the other person as well. Because one sure. thing I would be more conscious of is, uh, uh, is exactly that, is uh, if I've benefited from something or if just something just makes me feel good, I want to show some level of appreciation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's because um, it's too easy to just, you know, just keep, going going through things going through things going through things and or just going through life and then the moment you show a little bit of appreciation like uh so it, it can make somebody's it can make a difference to someone you know too right uh, because right. you just forget that how important you can be yeah 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 yeah, yeah. and then uh, i even noticed that with clients as well because i remember um i remember thinking to myself once as like my, it was almost as if my client was asking, like, was seeking my validation, which was like, oh, that went really well, didn't it? And I thought I was during the session or afterwards would be, was like, yeah, you did really well, that kind of thing. But maybe it didn't come across as if, like, uh, like I recognized it properly. So then I started mm. thinking about it. So I was like, it sounds like he's just asking for, like, seeking my validation as if, like, did I do this well? Like, oh, I, I think I did that really well. That was a tough session today, and I came through it. And yeah. I would always say, like, oh, no, you did. Yeah, you did great. Well done. But then I started paying attention to, am I saying it enough? You know, am I am I really, am I really showing? Because especially in your capacity as a coach, it's like you you got to celebrate the wins 100%, and then you also got to show them where things ain't going so well, and then pushing forward and in this case it was like oh maybe i'm not celebrating the wins as much as i should be so i made a concern have to be like that was fucking fantastic you smashed that movement you should remember where you were two weeks ago with this three weeks ago with this you're doing much better now and then um afterwards like especially if i thought back on the session and thought that was pretty tough you know i could see they were huffing and puffing just messaging with you yeah. you really smashed it today so just um so it got me thinking about that as well because there is yeah. especially when you know, clients come to us because they don't know what they're doing. So they want to be reassured that they are able to, uh, they are learning the right way that they are. Yeah, achieving yeah. Mm -hmm. And so, uh, and that they are leveling up. So we have to reinforce that for them as well. So that they, right, their baseline is rising. So we have to reinforce that. So yeah, it got me thinking about that and uh, being a bit more appreciative and always being like, Oh, you know, that was, um, you know, thank you for that. That was really useful for me. Or for sure. that we had, you know, I'm glad you said these things because they were powerful in a certain way. And yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you know who does that really, really well. Mm. Your bro. Yes. <laughs> Sam. Sam does that so well because 
because there's been times when I've like, or especially when I started off at Wave, and I didn't have a clue, right? Like, I didn't have a clue. Like, I, I still had that. I didn't even know I still had that one gear. But when when it comes time to fight, okay, cool. Then let's just let's go at it. No, we're not doing that. We're like learning technique here, right? Mm -hmm. And I remember training with him and feeling super comfortable to be like oh shit like i messed that up but he'd be like no nah, don't worry about it, man you 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 you're getting it you're getting it like like this, this, this you you you're definitely moving forward and that reassurance in the moment is everything at that time and that's like we can kind of put ourselves back in that trainers and uh, back in that client's shoes and be like mm -hmm. give him the reassurance and just kind of applaud it everything it obviously goes back to the first first podcast we did um but sam sam constantly does that constantly does that whether it be in in just always, like whether we're training, whether we're training, whether we're sparring, whether we're on the sides and we're kind of just chatting. It's, um, yeah, it's a really, really great trait of his. And uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he, it's when he was talking, I was like, yeah, he's coming right to mind because it's, it's a definitely, it's, a, it's an innate part of him. And mm -hmm. uh, again, the way it makes us feel when we're training with someone like that, we're just super happy, man, super happy, super moving forward. Keeps us yeah. kind of yeah. away from the negative and yeah. way more driven towards the positive and just like reframes that, like actually, this is what happened rather than you thinking that you did shit you actually did really good so yeah. good job yeah. keep going forward You're like, oh cool nice all right cool yeah <laughs> yeah, man, just, yeah yeah shout out, shout out big sam shout out big sam yeah i taught him everything <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's, uh, yeah, he's, he's alleged like that and it's it's um and interestingly is like for me because my so in terms of <laughs> about who you identify with earlier on is um, I didn't realize how much of a harsh criticizer I was of myself um, like until like quite more recently. So it would be, if somebody said that to me as I know, like, don't worry about it. I'd be like, fuck you. Don't try and appease me, you know? So I would just beat myself up even more about it. And, uh, and then, so it's been a process to be like, no, no, you have to just let that go because if you don't, you're just going to, you're going to suffer. You're just going to, you're going to suffer for nothing. It's not like it's for something. You're just beating yourself up for the sake of beating yourself up rather than being, uh, uh, rather than taking it as a learning experience and something that you're going to be better at later. You just, all I was doing was just uh, hurting myself with it instead. So it could, it could even be a little thing. It would, and I know like, again, this is why jujitsu has been such an important part of my life because it would make me realize because yeah, you you suck and it's shown to you quickly because like we said last time, the biggest thing that you're gonna do most often is tap. Yeah. So if I'm gonna get upset about tapping all the time, then what the fuck am I even doing practicing this sport, right? Mm -hmm. So I would. Um, so if I got tapped, and if especially if I got tapped several times by the same kind of move, I'd be like, why am I learning how to deal with this? What the fuck am I doing? And I'll just keep beating myself up about it, beating myself up about it. But I also noticed when, for whatever reason, and this is like, I never, I've never, because it's something that I'm developing, especially like earlier, like a couple of years ago, I wouldn't understand why I'm in a, where I feel like I'm in a bit more of a state of flow when I'm training. I wouldn't understand why some days would feel good and other days would feel crap. And again, it was purely, it's purely what was going on in my mind. The days where I probably made the same mistakes, or rather, there would be so instead of it being a day where I was beating myself up about the mistakes, it was a day where I was, you know, what I had a great session. I was, uh, I might have fucked that up, but I also did something else that was different. 
and I don't know why um, I didn't recognize uh, like, or at that stage, I couldn't recognize those, um, those things that would switch my state. It would just be random. It would just feel completely random why I would show up and then feel like I had a shit session. Whereas on another day I could have the exact same session, but I would feel infinitely better about it. Mm. Um, so I would never recognize why that was. And then, paying attention a lot more over the last say year, year and a half around mindset and, and also with uh, the neuroscience of it all as well. And I'm just trying to understand a little bit more about that is really made me understand why on some days I would rock up and have a session where I feel great, even if I made a million mistakes, whereas on other days previously I would rock up and feel like a piece of shit, even though I had the same kind of session. So um, I've had to, I've had to, switch my mindset from if somebody told me if sam had told me yeah, don't worry about it i would still be like nah it was it was a shit to actually you're right don't worry about it because there's something i can do about it and i will be better off for it and um and i'll come back better from it next time so it's um that's um, sure. yeah so you used talking about that actually just just reminded me or like kind of triggered that in me it was like yeah there's it's uh, it's interesting to feel that difference actually i can feel it right now just talking about it where before it would be like i'm just beating myself up now it's like i understand i was just beating myself up for the hell of it but there's a lot more to be gained and those sessions where i feel a lot more positive about it is because i approached it with a different mindset rather than um, uh, rather than just kind of passively taking taking it on the chin that's another thing that i realized where if i feel like i'm being active so you know how you said earlier is like you can't just hold the jab here you have to actually go for it in in grappling and jits and like especially with sylvie's wrestling classes as well because that was like doing nogi was very alien to me because for about two and a bit years all i did was just gi training mm -hmm. just just by virtue of there was only one class a week at the club that i used to train at and um, that was no gi and i just wouldn't make it and so i didn't really understand it i didn't really know much about it and didn't know about how to how to do that and then so doing those classes was like being a beginner again. Mm. And uh, and so what would happen is is just wouldn't go for go for a takedown, go for a trip, and do and, and because it's like, oh, it doesn't feel quite right to do it. It doesn't feel quite right to do it. And then I would feel shit at the end of those sessions because I kept being passive. I was like, no, I didn't set it up perfectly. Whereas in the days where I was like, oh, that's not perfect, but I'm gonna go for it. And I went for it. I and even if I fucked it up is because I went for it, I felt so much better. Those sessions at the end of it, I would be like, I feel great because yeah. I tried something, didn't work out, but I'm so much better off for it because later on down the line, I started realizing that for whatever reason, I'm, I'm, uh, my body favors doing like an inside trip, basically inside trip takedown. <clears throat> and one day it just, because I fucked it up several times, one day it just clicked with me. And um, there were about three or four people consecutively who were, uh, I think, higher level, mostly higher level grapplers than me, but I managed to get them with it. So I was like, oh, okay. Because I went for it, because yeah, yeah, trying, yeah. worrying about failing, now mm. it's paying off. So that's the, the <clears throat> and the feedback isn't always obvious as well, like mm. straight off the bat, right? Because you keep fucking up and you just be like, I'm not getting anywhere with it. But this is where, we uh, like again talking about it from that perspective that Huberman has really 
uh, highlighted to me is the um the the celebratory part of it is like just celebrating just the fact that i did it even if i messed it up means that it's going to make it more likely that i'll keep trying instead of just being like oh i failed and i'm going to sack it off so that's yeah that's, that's big. big that's big man that's really big yeah man that's uh Definitely, definitely, good, 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 uh, good talking point for next time for sure. I mean, oh, yeah. you, 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 you've, you've really opened my eyes in the sense of a couple of things you just said there. Um, trying for the sake of trying, like there's not being, you're not beating yourself up for mm. for what, like for, for like, what's going to come of that, like well, genuinely, what's going to come. Yeah. Obviously, we we know that when you hear it said, like you've just said it now, definitely, definitely hit home, for sure, man, for sure, because because really you are always better off for trying because then like it goes back to what I was saying last time with the, with the rocket analogy, like you come off course and then you, 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 you have something that, that moves you back onto course and then you have to go off course the other way and it moves you back onto course because you, just because you've come off course, right. But the, the, the thing is, is that you've tried in the first place and you, you have to have that feedback, right? Yeah. Man. yeah. Love it. Love it. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. You don't know where you're going. And yeah. Well, yeah, no, that's not the right way to put it. I don't think it's like you don't know where you're going. Actually, you know, it is. That's that's definitely a part of it as well because you're just you're just hazy. It's just mm. not. Um, yeah, it's just uh, you just, just don't, there's, no, there's no feedback because there's not actual any like reality, right? And that yeah. that I think that's that's the way of, of putting it. Is like you just get the feedback as soon as you do something, you're immediately going to get a reaction, and that yeah. that that's 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 like jits one hundred and one, right? Like get the reaction. And then you work off the reaction, right? And it's like, okay, if, I, if, I'm, if I'm being a spazzy white belt and I'm just like sticking my arms out of, 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 of uh, being on my back, then the reaction to that is I'm going to get arm guard, right? But if I keep my frames in, then okay, well, you got you got, you got, got to think about this now. You know what I mean? So, yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah, it's it. I love it. I love it. I can't wait for jits, man. I can't wait to get back. <laughs> I'm so looking forward to it. So if you Sam, you'll be like, nah, man, that's never going to happen again. The old world is dead. <laughs> <laughs> we're never we're never going to be trading graphic ever again he's like well i haven't had face-to-face contact with people. you crazy <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. sad man so yeah. sad we need to figure this shit out just somehow somehow like virtual jits is going to happen like uh, with the <laughs> vr vr kind of things and you just kind of come in there okay let's go demolition yeah, man right <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're doing like vr and he's like, what the hell is that? The VR sex. And he's like, what the hell is that? And instead, we're going to be doing VR jits. <laughs> yeah. It's that episode of Black Mirror, isn't it? That crazy yeah. ass fucking uh, shit. He's like, what? What is this? <laughs> Man. No, dude. No, no. Yeah, bro. Come. Should we call it there, bro? Yeah, I think so, man. That sounds like a good natural point to end. Nice, man. Nice. I like it. I like it. The uh, Definitely touch on some really good points again, man. Mm. These podcasts, like zero planning. I'm really, I'm really happy with uh, how it goes. You just flow, eh? Just yeah, flow, man. exactly, yeah. Because I know you're going to say something which is going to trigger something in me because you've always got something Likewise. interesting to say, and it's like, uh, oh, yeah, that's cool. And then that's what I like as well, just like the kind of flow of it. We, we can come in with ideas for sure. Because I remember last time you said uh, you were talking, you because you got a notepad as well. Mm. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you were thinking yeah. of things you were thinking. Of. You got it right there. One of the things we were thinking about was um, the role of the man in the household and stuff. Yeah, like that. yeah, 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 yeah. Interesting yeah. into because, I mean, there's because um, I've, I've, I've read a little bit about that kind of thing as well. Like, um, <clears throat> uh, it's just almost like the Fight Club generation type thing, right? Where they were talking about in, in the movie, they're like, you know, a generation of men raised by women, and then like, anyway, we could talk about that next time. With, um, mm-hmm. you know, there's some stats around. 
uh, kids being raised in households which are single parent or divorced parents stuff like that and just how that affects their uh, affects the course of their life interesting man definitely interesting yeah super interesting yeah. We'll, we'll chat about that more off air and then we'll come back with some ammo for next time man definitely definitely That's good sure bro for sure yeah man dude yeah man pleasure pleasure come <laughs> yeah I will, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll message you obviously we'll, we'll chat more and then we'll uh, we'll set a time for next time sounds good man all right yeah go on bro train hard all right I'll see you soon take it easy bro you have a good one yeah bro see ya